Hey everyone, I'm Fatma. And I'm Amna. Welcome to Papri Chat, the tastiest talk you're going to have this week. Whether you're here for the chat, the chat, or both, join us as we dive into reality TV, pop culture, and the many musings of two brown girls. Hey guys, welcome back to Papri Chat. Um, sorry again for another very delayed episode of The Bachelorette. This is for episode five, um, the one that aired on July 24th. So I think that was episode five. Um, and again, you just got me this time, Amina. So it's just going to be another episode of me talking to myself. So they're in NOLA. Um, I've been there. I really love New Orleans. I just think it's such a fun place. Um, right off the bat, they are all at Cafe Du Monde, but didn't really understand why they, or no, sorry, they were at Cafe Beignet. Like it was a random place called Cafe Beignet, and I didn't understand why they wouldn't have gone to Cafe Du Monde, which is the iconic, famous place that everyone in the world knows about and everyone goes to for beignets. So that was pretty weird. Um, I'm still just shocked at how Sean made top six. I literally don't get it. There's nothing there. It's, he's just such a filler. But, like, obviously you're going to have fillers regardless, but why then didn't you just keep John over Sean? Like, that was just weird. And we find out, or maybe we already knew, but Aaron is from NOLA, and obviously he's going to be so annoying about it and constantly talk about it. And, of course, like, if you've even watched one season beforehand – you know that the person who's from a place, when they go visit it, they hardly get the one-on-one. Like, it's just, like, some cruel joke that they play on the people that are from there. So, like, obviously Aaron's not going to get picked for a date because he's crying about it. And he's like, I'm from here. I This is a perfect date. Like, I should definitely get picked. And so pretty much foreshadowing that he's not going to get picked. Um... And then, like, they're all just, like, kind of talking while they're at the beignet place about how they're feeling and what how this week is going to look like. And Tanner, I just, like, didn't understand how he can even think about introducing his family to charity because literally, like, she needs an introduction to you. Like, you guys don't even know each other yet. And the fact that, like, you think it's even possible that she could be your family and you would be fine with that like is just crazy like there's no way that that would be normal um another thing that I noticed I feel like they always place charity around really short people because like in her intro like the first scene that we get for this episode she looks she's looking pretty tall and like while she's walking down the street but I looked it up and she's only five three and a half so they're definitely always placing like shorter people around charity. And then it makes me wonder how tall is Joey because they kind of seem like similar height. And now that I know that she's five, three and a half, I'm wondering how short Joey is. But anyway, that was just like a dumb thing that I was fixating on. The reason that her and Joey are walking next to each other is because he gets the first one-on-one. So she first meets the guys at the cafe beignet not cafe du monde um and so she tells joey right then that he has a first one-on-one and we obviously get a shot of aaron being pissed and offended so they go for their one-on-one date um they they do this thing on the side of the road where they have a guy like make up a poem on the spot based on like just some like keywords that you give them and stuff like that and i actually did this in new york 
um, with Fatma and our, one of our friends. So that was kind of fun to see. When they were reading the poem out loud after the guy completes it, it felt like weirdly like they were reading their vows to each other. So that was just like pretty weird. They kiss, of course. Um, and then, yeah, they have the night portion where Joey is the first to say that I'm falling in love with you. So we find, we get our first falling in love of the moment and it goes to Joey. Um, she's obviously like super into him, I think, because she is crying so much. Like while she's hugging him, she's super emotional. I think she's just like really in love with him or at least falling in love with him. Um, one thing that I just thought was kind of funny is that we totally got a crotch shot when she was stepping up to get back into the horse and carriage. And I really hope for her sake, she was wearing like skin tone underwear because otherwise there was like a commando situation happening and that was uncomfortable and yeah she had a great date I think she was really happy she tells us like in her confessional that she's also falling in love with him I don't think she said it to him um but yeah overall a great date solid morning and night portion and just seems like everything's good here with Joey and then we get back to like the coveted two-on-one, the bachelor two-on-one date, which I think we haven't had now in several seasons. Um, I think they're so fun. I think it's hilarious. Like It's so awkward. Um, so I'm really glad that we got it back. The only thing that was annoying was that this time the two-on, so usually like a two-on-one from past seasons is, uh, is always between like two enemies. So like could have been like Brayden and Adrian or Brayden and Aaron or Brayden and anyone I guess but this time it's between Tanner and Sean obviously she doesn't really care about um and it's and it's just like civil which is really weird for a two-on-one that they're just like kind to each other and aren't hating on each other and it's they're not like shit talking each other when they go have their little separate talk so it was fine they go to the bayou just like animal watching I guess like they see some alligators stuff like that and I I thought I was thinking like right off the bat she's definitely going to be sending them both home on the two-on-one uh just because there's pretty much like no chemistry there with either of them if anything she has like more chemistry with Sean for whatever reason that I literally don't get um but yeah so I was thinking that she was probably gonna like send one home during the day and then probably at night find out realize that there's nothing here either with the other one and send that person home as well but what does end up happening is that she doesn't even have separate conversations alone with either of them which is so stupid like usually on the two-on-one the lead will take one person at a time away from the other and have conversations to actually see like you know, do I even like this person or not? But literally, it was just like the three of them hanging out the entire time. And it was so freaking weird. I think like at one point, her and Sean like had a kiss or something when she said, okay, well, I'll see you guys tonight. So I was thinking like, okay, then Tanner's definitely got to be going home like she didn't even kiss him. So maybe that's like what puts Sean above. Because at least they have like some physical connection. Um, She said, She's wondering if Tanner is afraid to open up, but like, dude, no, actually, I think he's very willing to open up. You just haven't gone on a date with him. So when is he going to open up to you? This is literally like the most privacy and alone time you guys have had together. So then we get to the night portion. And once again, I'm so pissed because the last like 
dramatic line that we were holding on to for this season that they were showing in the promos and like scenes for next week was, did I send the absolute wrong person home? Which is something that Charity was saying. And so this whole time we're thinking, okay, there's one more dramatic thing where she's going to be like terrified that she sent the wrong person home and she's crying in the promos. But no, it was actually just her in her confessional saying, I really need to figure out between these two guys on this two-on-one who I should keep because I don't want to later on think, did I send the wrong person home? So, of course, editing just screws with us once again. And there's nothing actually dramatic about this season. There's just a lot of good editing. Um, So it's not even something that happened. It's just, once again, the show trying so hard to make her season seem interesting and dramatic. And it's not. I mean, even Brayden wasn't dramatic. He was just being a regular guy. If you look at the season overall, it's like really all been pretty surface level. There's just no depth to it. And it's kind of, they're like grasping at straws to make this an interesting season. One kind of what the fuck moment that I think we did get during the night portion of the date was the three of them are sitting at this little round table having their dinner. And then she basically asked Tanner to kindly take his cup and plate elsewhere and go have your dinner alone somewhere so I can have one-on-one time with this baby face on. So I just felt so sad. I'm like, seriously, like you can't even let the guy like eat all together with you guys and finish his drink and stuff. Like just like sending him off and putting baby in a corner. So funny. Um, And then actually we cut back to the table and I realized his plate was still there. So no, he didn't even get to take his dinner with them. But actually, I think in previous seasons, like I've heard podcasts about like contestants on the show talking about how like, yeah, they never eat the food on these actual dates and stuff, but still hurt. (laughs) And not even just can you go elsewhere, but can you go outside? So Tanner is just standing outside the door. Awkward as heck so weird I just think Tanner really does have a good head on his shoulders and he really knows how to like act in these uncomfortable situations because he's talking about like I'm just going to block out the noise and focus on myself and he's saying like what can I control like there's nothing I can do in this moment and Sean on the other hand is like freaking out and getting so like worked up and angry about the whole situation and he's like why are you not more angry about this like this is so weird and messed up so Tanner just seems really normal again I know I've said this so many times but he just seems like good kind normal and smart so again Charity with her conversations with both of these guys I think we do get I think she talks to both of them but I was just thinking, like, you know, she refers to, like, that one failed relationship of her so much and, like, how horrible it was and, like, how it's, like, led to, I guess, her problems and any future relationships and everything. And honestly, I just need an episode about Charity's past because I need to know what happened in this failed relationship. Like, she's hinted at stuff here and there. Like, I think there was infidelity and stuff like that. But, like... She just keeps referring back to it. And now I think what we also got in this episode was that um, she kind of refers to the fact that that past relationship, the person didn't wasn't good at like navigating being in a biracial couple and like his way of under or of dealing with it was like, oh, it doesn't matter. But obviously, like it does matter. You should address it. You shouldn't just pretend like it doesn't exist and turn a blind eye to it. So we did get actually some more clarity there, which I just remembered. So that was good. 
But yeah, she's like always talking about it and referring back to it. And I think it's probably just that one relationship that she's had because she's kind of always going back to that. Um, so yeah, I definitely thought she was going to pick neither by the end of the day. But instead, she doesn't pick either of them, but also doesn't send either of them home. So she, I think, did a good thing of being like, I didn't get enough time with you because unless the editing took out like hours of these dates, really you didn't get enough time. Like it didn't seem like you had any big conversations with them. So I'm glad she didn't send them home at this time. But I, overall, spoiler alert, doesn't really make a difference. But yeah, so she doesn't send either of them home right now. And she says like, we'll just have some more time later in the week. So then we get the next one-on-one, which is with Dotton. And their date is a marathon. Um, I think it's a half marathon. So (laughs) first of all, I would be pissed if my one-on-one date was running a half marathon. Um, Luckily, Dotton is so long and tall that he probably was just walking and her stride was running. So he was probably just chilling and it was fine. And then they're like stopping along the way, eating, drinking along the way, sitting, And then their final time at the end says that their half marathon was two hours and 40 minutes. And my sister and I, Fatima and I, we just completed the New York City Marathon this past November 2022. Um, There's no way that they did a half in two hours and 40 minutes with all the stuff they did. So obviously it was fake. They were definitely being driven to different parts. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like a real actually like them trying to run a half marathon. Um, but yeah, still would have been pissed if my date was to do a half marathon with someone that I was actually interested in. (laughs) Like I would look like shit. And they were like running while holding hands. And I would just been like, okay, if you want this to be our date, like we're not talking, you're not looking at me, you're going to run ahead, leave me behind. Like, that's not how this is going to go. We're not holding hands and being cute while we do this. But yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm just kidding. I know it wasn't like they were actually trying or it was like a real thing. They were definitely just stopping along the way and enjoying it. Um, but yeah, he was a good sport. He wore like this little pink tutu, I think. And she did this whole half marathon while in perfect makeup. This is just like an annoying thing of mine that I'm always fixating on other annoying things. And once I see it, like I can't let things go. But like at the night portion of their date, again, she does this like she has like this annoying tick where she always has to shove her hair behind her shoulder by not using her hands. Like it's like a goal of hers or a trick of hers where she's like, I'm just going to like, and I wish you could see me right now because I'm just like moving like both. Like, you know, like you're turning your head left, right to move your hair behind your back without actually taking your hand and moving your hair. But it's, she does it all the time and it's like so rigid and annoying I just I see every time I see it I'm like oh my god like your hair is not even in your face like it's just like probably like a nervous tick of hers but it's driving me nuts and then so we get our second I'm falling in love with you moment and now it's Don saying it to charity so yeah he says I'm falling in love with you um and charity's really happy to hear it she doesn't cry though when she did like how she did with Joey but still seemed really excited and maybe the final two is gonna be Dotton and Joey um I definitely thought I had my final two as Xavier and Joey but who knows Dotton's obviously making a huge like impression on her um 
Anyway, so we get back to the house. Aaron is losing his mind. He's driving me nuts. Like, please calm the hell down. Like, she's not yours. It's not owed to you that you have to get a date in New Orleans just because it's, like, where you're from or whatever. He's just, like, losing it as usual. And this always happens to the person who has, like, the early on connection in the beginning. So he had the first one-on-one date of the season they I we even said it at that time like they went too hard too fast and that's like the repercussion that he's feeling of it now is that he's trying to hold on to this moment from I guess like four weeks ago but and he feels like kind of entitled so then we get a group date and weirdly the two that had the two-on-one get to now tag along for the group date to have a second date which I thought was so weird. Um, Really, really random. Never have seen that before. Like if you get a two-on-one date, something either happens or doesn't happen, but you don't then get to tag along for the next group date too. So that was pretty weird. Oh, but before this actually, when Dotton comes home from his date, Aaron is like so bitter about the fact that – because like Dotton's like, yo, yeah, we did like some race – some half marathon, Aaron's like, yo, yo, it's a city classic. That's a thing here. Like, so mad and bitter that he just knows this fact. And like, dude, just calm down. Like, it's it's not, like, again, you're just not owed anything. But yeah, so we get the group date um, card. So it's going to be now Xavier, Aaron, and then again, Tanner and Sean. So Sean just like loses his shit over this. I don't know why this kind of throws him over the edge because if anything, this is giving you more time with her. But I think he's just like getting in his head so much. Like, why doesn't she love me? Like, why isn't she just already sure that it's me? Because I'm sure it's her. Apparently, according to him, he's very confident in her. But yeah, so I think he's just like, what the hell? Like, why do you need this much time? and this many chances to decide if you like me or not, Charity. So he starts losing it, um, and of course he has to address it with the lead. And we all know what happens when you address your concerns and you show insecurity with the lead, um, especially last season with Zach. If you had any doubt or were ever nervous or showed any insecurity, he was like, fuck off, get lost, like, I'm done with this, we're not doing this anymore. He had no time for people that had feelings or emotions. But anyway, so now Sean comes to Charity's room, and he is sitting with her and talking with her and basically talking about, like, I'm just so sure of us that I'm kind of surprised at, like, how was there not a rose on my chest, like, after our two-in-one and all of this stuff, so... Essentially, it comes down to the fact that Charity's like, you know, I just don't think that we're there and I don't think I can get there. Um, And then she cries a little bit, I think, and she says, can I walk you out? So she sends babyface Sean home. But yeah, so now the group date is Tanner, Xavier, and Aaron. Um, On the date, even Tanner himself says to Xavier, like, we both pretty much know one of these roses is going to Aaron, right? And Xavier's like, yeah, I mean, it would be pretty shocking if it didn't. Yeah, so on the group date, she talks with all of them individually, I think. Um, And then, yeah, basically Aaron gets the group date rose. And then again, with the second rose, she says, I don't have enough information to give this rose out yet. So once again, Tanner is told 
no on a date for the second time in this week and says, but you're not going home, so just hang around and keep waiting so I can send you home at the rose ceremony officially instead of the two chances I was able to do it during throughout the week. So just so stupid of her. Like, you obviously know what you want to do. Um, and you know what? Like, through all of this, I was the way that Tanner has his confessionals, the way he talks in those, the way he talks to her – the edit that we're getting from him, I was starting to wonder, like, could it be possible that Tanner could be the next Bachelor? Like, he's really giving off, like, Ben Higgins vibes. Um, he just really has, like, that, like, calmness, chillness, like, realness about him that I feel like was something people really liked about Ben, too. Um, I really liked about Ben. I thought he was a good Bachelor. So I do, I was wondering that, like, maybe Tanner could be the next Bachelor if it's not John. Um, both would be awesome picks, I think, because I really like them both. Um, but yeah, so then later, right before the rose ceremony, she Charity goes to Tanner's room. Or no, no, I think, yeah, yeah. So this is so now before the night portion. So she cuts off the day portion there, telling Xavier and Tanner that I can't give out this rose yet. Like I need more time, and I'll see you guys tonight. So now, Tanner and Xavier are both dressing up for the night portion of the group date, and. Charity makes her way over to Tanner's room while after he's already fully ready, by the way, and ready to go on a date and looking great. So it's even more sad that he got dressed up. Um, She comes to his room and immediately we know that this is not going to be a happy conversation. So after she strikes out of her first two chances to send Tanner home, we're now at the third chance that she has to send him home. And she sits on the couch with him. She's saying all these great things. And then she says, realistically, if you look at it, in three weeks, someone is getting on their knee. So again, that's just the only reality that she has ever cared about. I feel like it's not even about finding someone. It's not really about being in love. It's just about being engaged to be married. Like she will not be okay if whoever she picks does not bend down on one knee and propose to her. So honestly, with all the information that we've been given, her safest bet is Aaron because he will absolutely be proposing to her. I think Joey will probably propose to her. Um, Xavier, I don't think, would be ready for a proposal. But anyway, so that's what she says to Tanner is that we're just not ready. We're not there yet. Like, our first date would essentially be me meeting your parents and stuff like that. So he agreed with everything and I'm sure he expected it. Um, I think he also would have thought it was insane if she came to his hometown next week after we literally not even had them together on one full date. So she sends Tanner home. I'm so bummed. Like the people that I really like are really just dropping like flies um, lost John last week, now Tanner this week. Um, I think he was so cool. So if he's not the next Bachelor, then definitely go to Paradise. You'll do great. I think he'll be a hot commodity there for sure. Um, and I think I liked him so much because he reminds me a bit of Michael Phelps. There's like something about his face and his look, maybe it's his ears, something there that I feel like reminds me of Michael Phelps and I love Michael Phelps. Um, so Then she goes to Xavier's room and basically tells him, I sent Tanner home um, and I want to give you this rose to symbolize that I'm going to be coming to meet your family. And he's down with it, I guess. I still think he really is not interested. 
Um, I think 100% he is not wanting to get married anytime soon, not caring to get engaged even. Um, maybe he likes her. I can't really tell if he's really even that into her. So I don't know. I think he's just at this point either a really slow burn or he's just a filler. So now we have Xavier, Aaron B., Dotton, and Joey as our final four. Only two. So I still now I'm 50%. So um, I have two out of four for the final four. Um, so I have a suggestion for charity. I think she needs to go to the final four individually and say to each of them, Hey, I sent everyone else home. You're the last one here. It's you. And just see what they do. Do they freak out? Do, are they like, Oh, really? Like already, you know, it's me really. Um, it's like, and then they're like acting like it's way too soon. And then you know, Charity, that they're not going to get engaged to you at the end of this, and they're probably not ready to get married. Or are they like, oh my god, yay, it's just us. Like, I can't wait. This is all I've wanted this whole season, for you to just know it's me. Let's start our lives together. And that way, Charity, you can know for sure who wants to marry you at the end of this. Like, just, just test it out. Just try it out. See what happens. It's a surefire way of knowing are they ready or are they terrified? So that's my suggestion, even though I know this is already all complete and finished. <laughs> that's what I think she should have done if she did not. Just freak them out a little bit, you know? See who's really here for you. But yeah, so that was episode five. Um, we're down to the final four. Hometowns is happening next week. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Not really excited. I don't know why I said that. Um, I'm just kind of ready to get through with this be done with it but yeah good episode lost some good men this time but yeah that was episode five overall eventful I guess I mean we had a two-on-one we saw Sean really work himself up and be his own downfall as usual got himself sent home lost Tanner really good guy um, and yeah, now we're down to our final four. We got hometowns. Should be interesting. Um, but yeah, again, kind of feeling the same way about this season. Just going through the motions, ready to be done with it. And just kind of want to see where she ended up. Sorry again, it was just me, guys. Let's hope it doesn't continue this way. Uh, but yeah, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.